All right, folks, welcome back to Pay Dirt, week seven of the NFL week. I'm your host, Brandon Harry, a.k.a. B-Dirt, with your host, Pay Saunders. Pay, how's it going, man? What you got going on today? I'm licking my wounds, man, but I'm ready to get back into it, man, like a degenerate. I'm about to chase them this week, man. Yeah, I can't wait. My sister, I, 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 three and two on my picks that I gave the people. Um, I think the swing for us was the Jaguars game, but uh, yeah, I might have. And this is a, a lesson to everybody out there. I was traveling, I was in Michigan for the tailgating festivities, I might have had a couple of soda pops, got on. The app a little too late after having some soda pops. Got a little reckless. I should have been making a deposit. Instead, I kissed my sister, broke even. Sometimes drinking and gambling don't mix, babe. I would say all the time drinking and gambling don't mix. (laughs) Yeah, unless you're playing penny slots trying to suck those free drinks down out in Vegas. Yeah. The the, uh, 1% alcohol. free drinks in vegas yeah yeah so uh what else went on for the weekend you got a got big uh we got a big winner over here though almost everything i said last week was wrong but i am happy to say congratulations to the las vegas aces of the wnba Back-to-back world champs. First time in 20 years that league has had a back-to-back champ. Congratulations to Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, and, you know, and by extension, her husband, Darren Waller, Chelsea Gray, all the rest of them. Those girls, those women, I'm sorry, are amazing. Congrats. It was been a, not a rollercoaster season. They was pretty much dominant all, um, in the end, number one squad. Every, everyone knew what was what was coming. New York put up a valiant effort. Um, Inescu and the crew they they'll be back. It was a great season. Congratulations to WNBA and double congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces. And, and the WNBA got it right this year. Those were definitely the two best teams all year. No question asked. Had nice little rivalry during the year. During the season was back and forth. But man, did the Aces, my favorite part about the whole thing, they ran away with it, and then they knew how to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Their celebration was great, man. Playing music, interrupting interviews. I loved it. I loved every second of it. You love that type of energy, man. I oh, it. I do, it's, man. It's, it's infectious. It, it's, it's like recklessly optimistic you know what i mean just uh, just happy just exuding happiness going crazy i love it i love it that's mm-hmm. all about that's my that's what i want my life to be and and i try to get it to be but a lot of times it just you know doesn't quite work out that way so <laughs> but congratulations to the aces definitely definitely deserved uh for all of you listening in hit that like button hit that subscribe button download us give us those five star ratings um share us with your friends get the word out there we're still giving some good picks um but like i said you know i said it last week take our knowledge take this knowledge take all your stuff together 
and figure out where you're going to be. Uh, but hey, I'm still plugging away with some winners. And uh, I feel good about feeling bad this week on some certain things. I think we both talked about this in the college game. Boy, there's some weird matchups this week. Yeah, nothing looks enticing to me. It's a lot of this stuff is like, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about this one, bro. I'm thinking I'm gonna keep my money in my pocket on this game, and you see that a lot with this slate. This slate is not very, not very um, engaging, man. But there's a few out there that I'm, I'm pretty interested in, man. I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna start it off in the ACC. We got the battle of two of the three undefeated teams in that conference, Duke versus Florida State. Both are five and one. As I say, they're both undefeated in the in the uh, conference. Florida State is at home and opening up a 14 and a half point favorite courtesy of DraftKings. You know, I really feel like they're favored because of the uh, we don't know what to expect. Is Riley going to play at quarterback mm-hmm. for Duke? Is he not going to play? Um, he had a high ankle sprain three weeks ago now. You know, normally high ankle sprain, I would say four to six. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably do a, a um, I don't know. You could probably do it if it was a pocket passer quarterback. I may say, okay, three weeks. I might, I'm, maybe that guy comes back and plays well. Uh, but, but I think Riley just spends so much of his game is predicated on the QB runs, the RPOs, being mobile in the pocket. There's some really good defensive talent over there at Florida State. Their defensive line mm-hmm. is stacked. I'd mm-hmm. hate to have, I'd hate to have somebody sitting on on their spot, not being able to get out of the pocket. They could tee off on him. This is one. This one's in a no-fly zone for me, Pay. I, I'm. I got this one as an avoid game. You made an argument, a strong argument, I might say, as to why Florida State should get this game and probably cover. They got a wounded duck in the pocket. In the in the uh, pocket, uh, they got a strong defensive line, as you stated. <laughs> I don't know, B. It, it sounds like. You, you you give them mixed signals. Eh, well, that, I, listen, and I like their quarterback, but Florida State's Tra- also Travis. Laid a, he also laid a couple of eggs. You know what I mean? They've had a couple times where they haven't scored the ball. Like they kept a couple games that they shouldn't be close. Close. Mm-hmm. So I have some, I have some concerns there. Uh, you know, Duke's got a really good coach. Duke does have a good defense. They have a good all around team. Mm-hmm. Man, if it was 10, I might be enticed. I might be enticed on a Florida State line. But 14 and the hook. By the way, I've had some people reach out to me asking what the hook is. So commonly scored numbers, 7, 10, 14, 21, stuff like that in football where it's 7s and 3s, that extra half point one way or the other is the hook. So Mm -hmm. this is a 14 and a half. I don't know, man. If it was 13 and a half, maybe even. But 14 and a half, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, that 14 and a half is a bit much because basically, as you said, you expect you need Florida State to win this game by three 17, scores. three scores. Yeah, yeah, you need three scores. Three scores is a lot in a, 
one a conference game two i think that's good two good two good teams oh i'm with you on that i don't i don't like that i will i will feel i'm a little more confident taking duke um to cover not super confident because as you stated they are you don't know what's going to happen with their quarterback you don't know if their qb1 is coming back or not and you don't know about his uh effectiveness at this point but if there was anything in this game that i am willing to throw something down on i feel florida state's gonna win this game you know full stop i think florida state could win this game so you're not gonna win much money again i'm unfortunately just taking this one pick by itself but if you give me Florida State on the money line, that I'm 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 very confident that'll come back to you. If you got a four or five teamer, maybe you pad that Florida State money yeah. line. I agree with that. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, throw throw this in your parlay. Throw that in your parlay, you know, just to bring those odds up a little bit. Man, I'll tell you what, I got an odd one here for you. I've got an odd one. I like Air Force minus ten and a half at Navy. I like that one too. Um, I don't think Navy can score enough points to st- stick with the Air Force. So uh, I did I did Air Force minus 10 and a half at Navy. I think they win that pretty handily, at least by two touchdowns. Do any of the service institutions score enough to stick to, to keep up with Air Force? Not on a regular basis. Not <laughs> on a regular basis. Uh, listen, uh, the Marines might score more at the bar. But but Air Force scoring more fo- on football than anybody at else the bars is Navy. where it, at the bars where it matters the most. There it is. Shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got, I'm, listen, I'm, I got another college. But I got listen. I'm not kidding you. I have three more possibilities on here as avoid games. As college avoid games, Tennessee at Bama. Which Joe Milton are we get? I have no clue. Tennessee's getting eight and a half points at Bama. I hate that game. I can't tell you what's going to happen there. I think I like Bama, but are there tack? You know, are, are there is their offensive line going to hold up? I don't know. Minnesota at Iowa, uh, burn this game to the ground. Minnesota getting three and a half points. Someone needs to knock off Iowa. They keep winning without having any first downs. I don't understand that game. South Carolina at Missouri. Which which team am I getting? Missouri goes and lays an egg. South Carolina hangs with Georgia and then looks like poop against other lesser teams. I don't know what team I'm getting from those guys either. South Carolina getting seven and a half on the road at Missouri. I almost feel like South Carolina could win that game. The way Missouri looked. I don't know, man. Yeah, man, it's... Uh... I, as, as we stated coming into this, it's a f- funny game. It's a funny weekend in the world of college. Uh, I'm gonna give you one more that I'm that I'm circling out for before we move on to uh, other sporting avenues. I'm gonna stick with the ACC. Clemson at Miami. Miami's lost two games in a row. They're coming into this game as an underdog. Crystal Ball may have lost his team. They are desperate right now to get this, right this ship and figure some things out. I think I want to take the take the underdogs here in Miami to cover that three-point spread. Mm. Can I convince you? 
I can I can promise you this. You can convince me to root for that. I'm over Dabo Swinney. I'm done with him. So I, I'll be rooting for you. I don't think you'll see. I don't think you'll see any of my ducats on that game. <laughs> but uh, but I'll be rooting for you. But you know where I, you are gonna see some ducats. My boys go on the road. Little rivalry oh. game. Uh, wait, no, right over here, right over here. Paul Bunyan Trophy back here on my wall. Michigan at Michigan State. Michigan giving up 24. Michigan is now covering large spreads recently. 3-3-1 three, mm. three against, the, against the spread this, uh, this year. Michigan State is in uh, some serious turmoil. Uh, I feel bad for what's going on with those kids. They've had a lot of decommits. Um, had another one yesterday uh, on the recruiting class coming in. It seems to be unraveling. And, uh, you know, I think it's funny, you know, you, sometimes you're like, yeah, hey, you don't want your, you don't want your team to listen to the, you know, press or read their press clippings because they'll get a big head or whatever. I think it's mm-hmm. doing the opposite right now in Michigan. You know, it seems to be uh galvanizing that team that you know Harbaugh got looked into for a cheeseburger now they're talking about um sending scouts out to scout other teams um they're also saying that you know Michigan hasn't played anybody and you know they're not deserving of the ranking Joey Galloway didn't even have him in the top four playoff right now as of today I think that stuff is galvanizing this team. I think they go in there and route these boys by over 30. I'm taking Michigan minus 24 at Michigan State. Mm, mm, mm. Staying away from that one. <laughs> hey, you just, know just, I don't like I don't like putting money on my guys. Yeah, man, it's it, doubly disappointing it, when it doesn't come through. Double. Double. It is a lot going on with Michigan right now. And you saw how they rallied around Harbaugh at the beginning of the season when he was uh suspended. Everybody, you know, free my coach and yada yada yada. Um, yeah, they might do the same. Free Harbaugh uh, shirts when he was taking a self-imposed suspension. Imposed suspension. Yeah, but okay. Hey, I mean, didn't they? Don't they call Michigan Harvard of the uh, Midwest or Harvard of the West, something like that? Yeah, Harvard of the Midwest. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> not not their brightest moment. No. Um. <laughs> uh. Just, just everything going on with that, with that program right now, and they and have a, a thirty point spread. What was the spread again? Twenty four. Twenty four. It's. I wouldn't I be shocked. Four scores. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they can pull it off, but I, I'm not willing to bet that, man. Again, one one of those other ones. I'm I'm more. I'm more inclined to put something down on in Michigan State on the green guys. I'd rather, I'd rather put some green down on the green guys, you know, just uh, for the backdoor cover on for their for their way. So, for a recap, you're putting you you want to put some money down on Michigan Wolverines. I'm taking Miami to get their first conference win of the season over Clemson. Clemson's not very impressive. I'm taking Florida State on the money line, and. Any, oh, and you said uh, Air Force. Air Force. 
big over the big over navy yep all right man you know it's a it's i like a slow, it that's a slow college for us normally we have you know around six games in college five or six at least but it, it is what it is man i struggle to get two you know we're not here we're, even though we're, we're in the content business we don't do this show for content we do this show to give you information winners information some some quality value exactly so i agree with you 100 percent on that we done with college take a small break pay some bills be Let's right go. back be right back for the nfl you're listening to pater all right welcome back to pater once again i'm your host brandon harriet with your host pay saunders we got the college games down and now we head right into the pros and you know your boy pay is all about thursday so we are going to be recording this today is thursday and flying it out as soon as possible so you can get what he's going to pick because believe it or not for the first time in a few weeks i got something to say about thursday night too all right, man. So we've got Jacksonville Jaguars, winners of two in a row, going to see their division rival, New Orleans Saints. How do two you like this? Two impressive wins in a row. Very too impressive. Too impressive. And I'm looking at, you know, obviously, we don't know if Trevor's starting. So the Jags now are getting two points at the Saints. That line was two and a half when I put my bet in. The Jags, the Saints are missing offensive linemen. I think the Jags defense versus the Saints offense is kind of the the key to me. I think they're going to have a hard time moving the ball. I'm taking the Jags in this one. I think they win by by a touchdown. So I take the Jags plus two at the Saints. I do not agree. You didn't agree with me about the Jags last week either. Chris. That's true. That's true. Don't, don't that's true. And, and which, which is crazy because I got a lot of Jags. I should have phrased that different. I got yeah, a lot of Jaguar players <laughs> on my fantasy teams. Uh, and and, and uh, Travis well, Etienne being the uh, most one of them. They get you a glass. Yeah, man. I should, I, should be, I, should, I should be drinking. I should be drinking the... Uh, yeah, I should be drinking the Kool-Aid. However... New Orleans defense is not to be trifled with. The Jaguars, no matter who their quarterback is, I don't really even care. Trevor Lawrence has only looked good versus one team so far this this season. It's only been against Indianapolis, who he looked good against last week and when got hurt. Um, it's going to be a tall order. That too, that too tells me that they're going to possibly be in be in line to play this game. The Jags have not shown me anything over the last year season and a half that they're that they should be that they're that they're not an up or down team that that too I'm, I'm more confident taking the saints on this one i'm gonna tell you what they showed you last week they showed you a big fat l mm-hmm. i'm riding with the jags i think they gotta run the ball against the saints saints are banged up on defense a little bit too i like the jags i like them i think i think they're it, the, the first couple weeks of the season, you know, they, they needed to uh, work some things out. I think they're getting back into it. They're slow starters, kind of like the Bengals are the past couple of years. So mm-hmm. I like 
I'll tell you this. The Saints, the last 13 games the Saints have been involved in, it's come in on the under. Right now, it's Ooh. the line is 41. I'm more confident in telling you that's going to go under hmm. than who's going to win this game or who's going to cover. Intriguing. I got this game being somewhere in the, and somewhere in the midst of a 35 to 38 point game. Okay. All right. That's Thursday. That's Thursday, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move it. Uh, let's move it on back to Saturday. We got some USC talk we want to talk about. Abu Dhabi. Ooh, two o'clock. I'm telling you what I'm doing. We've been on the go a lot this week, so this Saturday is nothing but charcuterie. We got some nice uh italian cured meats we got some cheeses some crackers toast points some uh mixed nuts uh smoked almonds lay the stuff out little by little pick pick at it all day and just watch football and fighting all day this is a at least two tv day at least minimum Mm, 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 mm. abu dhabi my favorite part about them fighting over there Two o'clock start time. So I don't have to stay up till 1 2 o'clock in the morning to watch this championship fight. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But here's my fight. And this is where I'm talking about value. This is a juicy value one for me. Islam is fighting Volkanovsky. Well, Volkanovsky did take this fight on a little bit of a short notice. Okay. Uh, originally he was supposed to fight Oliveira, but I think it's long enough that he, he definitely can get where he needs to be. Uh, Volkanovsky stays in shape. That's not a problem. This is also that weight class up for him. So he doesn't have to cut a bunch of weight. So you don't have to worry about that being an issue for stamina. If you look at their first fight, when these two fought before Volkanovsky out, Landed him almost six to one, I think it was. It might have been more. Um, I think Volkanovsky can get there, can touch him. The difference was Islam had four takedowns and controlled too much of the time on the mat. I even think it with just the four takedowns, I still think Volkanovsky would have got the, the nod if he would have been able to get back up in a couple of those rounds and not left control to Islam for so long. So I know that's what he's been since that fight. Volkanovski is a, a champion's champ since that fight. I'm positive that he's been working on his takedown defense and standing back up in the cage. Because of that, I look at this plus 210 for Volkanovski to win. See a little value there. Getting on over two to one on your money. That's where my money is going to be at. I'm taking Volkanovski in this one to win get back to even plus i think man the trilogy is gonna pay off really good too i'm taking Volkanovski. okay uh i this is not my forte i will you let you, I, I would defer to your expertise on this i'm going to go fill my parlay up with all your picks though i'm, I'm taking all this information down so uh speak slowly you got any more for ufc no, man, that's it. That's the only one I really found value in. Um, I, I may dabble a little bit here or there. 
Johnny Walker's been on a little bit of a hot streak. I may ride that way. Is that the uh, is that the whiskey or man? You you think it, but no, man. This is uh, <laughs> this is a wild man. He um he does some of the craziest striking. Um, a little bit reckless, and he got caught a couple times. Um, but he's been he's been on that comeback tear now, um, and, and, and he's starting to stack some wins on top of each other. And I, I think um, a he's just exciting to watch. So he may be. Uh, I'm gonna throw a couple of ducats on to make it just a little bit more exciting. But but that's another one I kind of like. And then the rest of it is pretty much take everybody with a, a, a Eastern European name. That's that's where I'm going on the rest of them. Um, but yeah, that's not too much there. Um, but I definitely like the Volkanovski as far as the the value bet. Um, but I mean, we got Usman fighting. Like we got, dude. This car is stacked. Uh, and also, Usman took it in, in um, on short notice as well. It is an underdog. You can make an argument for that. Uh, that guy could win at anybody, anywhere, anytime. But uh, but Volkanovski's my big play in this one, no doubt. Logic but, checks out. Hey, you do you do remember you said something about the aces? You took the aces, uh, I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I didn't say anything. But stay in my lane. That yeah, ain't mine. Yeah, that ain't yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we know we know our strengths. That's, <laughs> that, it. that's, that's it. That's it. That's half the that's half the battle of the gambling. Half the battle. The more you know, the more you know, the more power you have. What you got, Joe? to say? The more you know about what you don't know. Truth. And hey, the NFL can humble you in a heartbeat too. Last week, mm-hmm. football footballed last week. Let me tell it you something, man. Wild. Our picks on the homies overtime. Oh for four. Oh for four. And I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna hold you. I did give myself some easy ones there. I was trying to catch up to Kevin Tate. <laughs> And I blew all four games. I'm like, You're like oh, I'm wow. taking the 49ers. Lost. Uh. <laughs> I'm taking Buffalo to, to beat the Giants by 14. Hell. Like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a crazy week, man. No one looked good. It was a lot of getting buys. Yeah. And it happens, man. Like you said, the NFL will get you. It, it comes around and gets his money every now and then. Yep. You can't disrespect those guys. They're professional athletes. Sooner or later, there's going to be some upsets. But like we said at the top of the show, like a degenerate, I'm coming back to chase this. Let's go. Sunday, what you looking at? Man, we just (sighs) drinking the Kool-Aid. It's I think Tua's having a better year than Jalen Hurts. I called this preseason that Jalen Hurts was going to have an off year this year. I'm taking the Dolphins plus two and a half at the Eagles. The Eagles defensive backfield does not impress me. I think because of their timing and how fast he's been getting the ball out of his hand, the defensive line is going to be um, uh, held at bay a little bit, kind of nullified there. I think that uh, the Dolphins win this one by ten. You said you say you don't like the Eagles' backfield. Uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift. 
Defensive oh, the defensive back. back. Defensive backfield. Okay, okay. Make, make I like sure DeAndre I... Swift enough to have him in two fantasy leagues. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's a steal this year. We'll get to that in a second. So I'm going to stay with this game. I agree with everything you said. Miami, Tua, if he's not the front runner for the MVP conversation, he should be. That offense is clicking right now. If he's if his brain isn't scrambled, he is on he is on point. Tyreek Tyreek Hill is on pace to break almost every single season wide receiver record known. He is untouchable right now. He's doing all type of behind the lines um, motions and everything. No one can t- no one can guard him. No one can defend him. He's wide open every time he gets the ball. I do. I it's und- undefensible. I I agree. Philly's def- defensive backfield has been a little sketchy so far, and I don't think their front seven, their pressure from Philly is is, is playing as bet playing the best ball as it has in in past years. Um, Miami gets the ball out fast, just like you said. Everything I'm gonna parrot everything you said. I got Miami. I think this. I think Miami as the underdog is easy money. I mean, that's money on the ground. Go ahead and snatch that up. I'm taking that. Yeah, you know they said was week five. I don't know if it still rings true, but in week five, um, Tua had the fastest release. Of any starting quarterback in the NFL, he was only holding the ball, I think it was 2.1 seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing the ball on average per attempt farther down the field than any other quarterback. That's just mm-hmm. wild to be leading the league in those two things at the same time. It's crazy. What they're scheming up down there is next level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll take the next game. I I like the Monday Night Football game. I'm going to skip all the way to Monday Night Football. So we got San Francisco 49ers going to see the Minnesota Vikings. 49ers are coming off an embarrassing loss to the Cleveland Brownies. Um I think it's I think they're 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 the team that has a lot of moxie, a lot of uh a lot of pride. I, I just take that Take that as a uh, team-wide attitude that they have. Yeah. And the team if the team that plays them next after a loss is the worst team you could possibly be. Minnesota's in trouble. Minnesota's already hasn't hasn't had the season they wanted to have. They've had they've already down Justin Jefferson. Their game versus the Chicago Bears. I noticed something. They were leading the league in passes thrown to players lined out wide. In the game versus Chicago, they only threw the ball to a player lined out wide. Thirty percent of the thirty thirty percent of their pass plays that in that game. I don't think Kurt Kurt's ready to uh, trust Jordan and uh, Osborne. He's more comfortable going throwing the ball to TJ Hawkinson, and you know I, I don't necessarily blame him. But against the 49ers, a team that already can't run the ball. Speaking about the Vikings, they already can't run the ball on the ground. Now they can't even throw the ball, you know, sideline to sideline and down the field. It is a recipe for disaster. That six and a half looks safe. Even though, even though Miami, uh, Minnesota always plays close games. They, for some reason, always play losing these close, close games, these close score, uh, All one the score one games. score games they won last year, they're losing this year. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, San Francisco is going to be the uh, the outlier. They're going to come out there and they're going to get them by ten. 
So it's funny you say that because I was fiddle faddling with that one. And you know, my golden rule in, is not to chase. Mm-hmm. But I had that one loaded in the chamber. Hadn't pulled the trigger on it yet, though. I like everything you said about that game. I think that's a get right game for the 49ers. Um, regardless of Debo Samuel, I still think they got enough firepower there. Um, mm-hmm. If they have Elijah Mitchell in the background, I think they got enough firepower. I don't think it matters. So I like that one, but I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. Definitely going to be in a parlay, and we'll see how how I, how we're looking Sunday at 4 o'clock. And uh, that'll kind of determine the rest. But for those of you on YouTube, adjusting my hat here. Yeah, there it is. Little that Detroit grit. Lions grit. Yeah. I tell you what, I like them getting three points at Baltimore. Baltimore, I don't know what they've been doing. I don't I, like they're all over the place to me. They could be five and one. They could be one and five. They've just been all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think Detroit's been a more sound team as far as. You know, the the day in, day out, you kind of know what you're going to get with them. Um, I don't know what happened with Baltimore jumping out to a quick 10-point lead and then did nothing against the Steelers after that. And I got to be honest with you, Pay, sometimes when you really need the Lions to win, as a Bengals fan, you just got to get the grit head out and you got to root for him. So I'm going to put, I'm going to put not a lot. It's probably only a, like a, a, you know, like a two unit bet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a little money on the lines. So I got some questions for you. So help, help me and my listeners uh, determine this game. The game is very in- in- enticing. One first question is, who do you think is a better team, Detroit or Baltimore? Who do I think is a better overall team? So, mm-hmm. I, I think going into this season, I thought they were very closely matched. I, I would say they're very closely mm-hmm. matched. You, I know, because of doing the other shows together, think higher of the Baltimore Ravens than I do. Well, you know, let me let me hold you right there. So I have an AFC North. We do the AFC North homies, and I am um, and the uh, Baltimore uh, parrot for that for that show. We also have an NFC North homies. Obviously, I'm a Bears fan, so I'm I'm from the Bears perspective. So I do, but I do hear a lot from the Detroit perspective. Our uh, our FFSN brethren from speakers to bleachers they would love to hear me talk talk good about the detroit lions i agree with you i thought they was coming into the season i thought there was about in the same in the same frame i expected baltimore to be better than detroit i expect detroit to be maybe the best team in the conference right now and i expected baltimore to be i did not and here's the other thing i when i say that I, i want the the expectations probably need to be defined a little bit more for our listeners. Mm-hmm. I thought both of these teams were going to be division winners. I mm-hmm. even I even picked um, the Ravens or Bengals 
you know, to be in a tight race. I picked mm-hmm. Detroit just to win. Well, I mean, Baltimore can still win the division. Detroit, they're they're not going to lose their division. There's, there's no there's no opportunity for them to lose a division. I don't think any other team in, in the NFC North is going to even win five games. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, that I mean, you still could be right. I I, I could see. I can see both of these teams still winning their divisions. I don't think Baltimore is good enough to get to the Super Bowl. I do think that there's a possibility the Lions may. So. Might be. They might be. I'm not saying they are. But I would give them a higher probability. And partially, partially, part of that is because of the the quarterbacks they've got to play in the NFC. mm -hmm. Quite frankly. The the reason why Baltimore is not undefeated right now is not because of their inability to do ABC on a football field. It's their inability to just close games. And this has been a multi-season issue with them. One, they're down to their like fifth running back. So they do have a little they do struggle in the second half of games of just running down the clock, grinding them out. They do get out, they do get out and, and get that lead and they look amazing in the first half. But can they close it? Baltimore has blown some blown some games. They've done it twice so far this year. They should not have lost to Pittsburgh. They had that game in hand. And then eight dropped passes, two of them for touchdown. Uh, that was just a terrible loss. That loss against the Colts. I, I, I turned the game off after they 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 uh Gardner Minshew ran out the back of the end zone for a safety. I turned the game off like, oh, Baltimore got this. I was stunned. I found out two days later that Baltimore lost that game. I was stunned. I had no no reason. They had no reason to lose that game. Again, and they lost that on a fumble. Um on the on the preceding um possession. But as it relates to this game, Baltimore and Detroit, they are pre- pretty evenly matched. Baltimore is a top defense in both against the run and against the pass. Detroit is down their number one running back David Montgomery who's just been a bell cow this early part of the season will Jimmy Gibbs play he's training training towards that way um he's and his limited opportunities and I put limited as as uh expansive as you can make it he's got about less I don't think he's had 50 carries but he's he's had a lot of snaps he's missed the last two games and his yard per carry is like four and a half. I mean, he's he's pretty good. He, I mean, the, the Lions, they used the first round pick to get him. But does that, will that translate to positive ground game against Baltimore? Again, the I believe they're the number one rush defense or number two rush defense, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I think this is going to be very hotly contested. Baltimore's at home. They will, They again, another one of those teams that play with a lot of pride. They with a lot of pride. They 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 just got back Marlon Humphrey in his secondary. They're going to be, he, he's, again, every every day is another day of getting him getting close to 100%. It is, I want to stay away from this game because I can go, I can make you an argument for Detroit to win this game. I can make you an argument for, the, for it to be a, the game ends on a another 61-yard game-winning field goal from from Legatron in Baltimore's favor. I can I can make you an argument for Baltimore win this game by seven. It's it's that crazy. It's that up and down with these two teams. But for the sake of uh, this show, 
I'm going to stand on something for this game. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Detroit to keep it underneath the. To not lose by more than three. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to just say it like that. Detroit will not lose by more than three points. Detroit versus everybody. <laughs> That's what it is. That's, hey, man, you know, they, they, it's up there. Now, the over under on this game is 43. I kind of do want to take that under, though. I think that under is ripe. I'm thinking about this game being uh, more so closer to 2017, something like that. 2018. Well, you got any feels on how, that final score? What's the over under? 43. 21-20 sounds good. 21-20? Hmm. Yeah. Kind of correct. I mean, kind of kind of close, but I don't know. It's, it's one of those it's one of those up in the air games. We don't like those. We like we like instant winners. I will take another one that is that I feel like is an easy call. Again, you're not gonna make too much money from this because it's an easy call. See, Arizona's flying to Seattle. They are seven and a half point dogs. Uh I think the glass slipper is turning back to I think I think the I don't remember what the glass slipper turned away, turned and turned turned out of. I knew the 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 pumpkin turned into a carrot. Josh Dobbs turned into a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really like that. I think they're turning back to a pumpkin. Imagine early early season Arizona Cardinals. I think that's about done. I think they're now going to go into tank mode as they should, as they wanted to all all along. Seattle's going to take this game. A, 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 the opponent that they are very comfortable with, very familiar with. I, I'm comfortable with them getting that seven and a half. Any disagreement? Uh, no, and I don't think I'm. I'm looking right now on their depth chart. Do you know is um, uh, James Conner back? No, he's on IR. He's on IR. Yeah, this will be the second week he's down. Yeah, I, that's unfortunate for him. He was off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely, I definitely like that play on on your behalf. Again, not something I'm running after, but if you ask me to make a call, that's a call I would make too. I think I think they're done. You want to? I do have one one avoid game in the NFL. That's an interesting reason why I want to avoid it. I I, I know where you're going. I know Steelers where you're going. Steelers are plus three at the Rams. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to avoid this. In order for the Steelers to beat the Rams. I, I watched the Bengals play the Rams and get home. Trey Hendrickson was all over Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking over there. You got... TJ Watt should light this game up. Highsmith, those guys should be able to get to the quarterback. I don't think they can block them. Um, running backs are hurt for the Rams, so they can just pin their ears back and run. Um, but that all might go correct. TJ Watt may have five sacks in this game. The defense may outscore. Both offenses 
for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They might Pittsburgh Steelers might have two touchdowns on defense to only ten uh, points by the Rams on offense, and the Rams still might win seventeen to ten because or seventeen to fourteen because I don't trust anything Matt Canada is doing or anything the Pittsburgh Steelers on offense are doing right now. It's wild to me. You know, we, we're on the Steel Curtain Network. I listen to these guys every week talk about how, I mean, Big G has picked um, Mount Washington to pick a, to have five catches and a touchdown for four straight weeks. The guy's got like three catches for four weeks total. I don't know what's going on with their offense. I don't trust it. And because of that, till I see something change, even though they're coming off a of bye week, Tomlin's historically good off of bye week. I don't trust anything I'm seeing here with my eyes. I'm avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not necessarily avoiding it. I expect LA to win that game. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'm, I'm pretty confident. I got LA. I got LA and the points. Give me LA by three. Um, now a game I do want to avoid the hometown team Chicago against Las Vegas. I'm never taking Chicago the rest of the year. Yeah, but I, I wish I could say the same. Um, Every yeah, time yeah. I take them, yeah, yeah, yeah they they as do soon it to as you. I don't take them, they win. They they do it to you. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. Neither one of these teams are going to have a starting quarterback. I don't think Jimmy G is going to play. We already know. It's it's all of what a certain that uh Justin Fields isn't going to play. The over under is 37 and a half. I don't know who's going to win this game. My, Chicago unsurprisingly is the is the role is the home dog. Nothing about this game is is confidence about confident about that. Just put that on and watch it for S&Gs. There's nothing to bet on. Just leave that game alone. Yeah, I agree. This Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't know what's going on there. A lot of jackal, a lot of jackals, a lot of jackal. Yeah, you never know. That's all I've got for this week. That's it. That's yeah. yeah. squeezing all the juice out I can find. Yeah, from same here, man. Same here. All right. So I mean, listen, we want to put this out for TNF. This has been another great week for Pay Dirt. Let's get this money. Go Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Check us out. Like I said, like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Give us those five stars. We need your support. We appreciate your support. And let's make a little money. This always makes everything better. That's right. Till next week. Enjoy your weekend. Catch us next week. When we hit pay dirt. And we're out.